Good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you for joining. And honestly, if you're hearing my voice, that means we're already back at Wednesday, already through the middle of yet another week. And I'm happy that you have the opportunity to join us today. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, listen, literally, welcome somebody either directed you this way, or you've been listening for a while, or you had a conversation with me and either way it goes, no matter how you found your way here. I think, I thank you for your resourcefulness because it's not always easy. And number two, I just, again, I I want you to know how much space there is for you joining us uh, because we're community here. And, um, This community knows because I say it every single week that this cannot be what it is, not even remotely close without people like you. And so I thank you for joining and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just very quickly, the Midweek Muscle was created to help give just a little peaceful and positive perspective to help challenge through those obstacles that can have a tendency to hold you back and hold you up. Those head and heart obstacles, those barriers that kind of stand in the way of your movement, getting things done and and just having that, that focus because life happens, right? So again, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's jump on in. Good people. We have three and a half weeks. That's 25 days. No, and I'm not talking about Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, not talking about any of that. That's 25 days until the flipping new year. Are you kidding me right now? I literally remember recording an episode walking outside around the track in the middle of 88 degree weather at, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning, watching summer sports camps happen like soccer and speed and agility training, et cetera, et cetera. And now here we are, fast forward to the middle of December, and here we are getting ready to kick off, kick off or kick down, doesn't matter however you view it, a door to a new year, which is wild to me because we began this year, 2022, still wearing masks. We began this year in a very activated hybrid schedule, meaning, you know, Uh, we're probably remote working or in the office working or somewhere in between. And y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Some of y'all are taking your sweet time, making your way into the office. Um, However, returning to work, here we are, you know, we're actually, I, I heard it on, what is it? I think it was an analyst for LinkedIn, an editor, analyst for LinkedIn that said, you know, companies are keeping the hybrid, but they're, they're really asking employees to return to work because the in-office strategies seem to work the best. So there are many companies out there that are saying, yeah, if you do remote, remote, here are the standards. However, we want you to come in. Um, here we are yet in person with many, many, many functions. Very few functions are being canceled due to quote unquote COVID now. Um, 
we have a lot of masks down, myself included. I probably need to mask up with everything that's going on. And we have fully dedicated schedules filled with a little bit of work overload, a little bit of socializing, a little bit of self-guided work or self-guided practices. Um, and, and the list goes on and on and on. I didn't even talk about if you're a puppy parent or an animal parent or a parent to a child or what have you, the list continues. And so this week, I just want to share with you just a couple of gems uh, that I stumbled upon this week, and I hope you find them helpful. Um, yet I cannot do that without first hosting a little for the culture trivia. Are you ready? Yes. You thought I was going to leave it out? Heck no. Not like the one time I was driving and riding in a car and you guys couldn't, well, maybe you can make out my words, but you could clearly tell <laughs> I was on the go. Um, so yes, are you ready for some For the Culture trivia? I hope you are. Get your thinking caps on because here we go. True or false? Today, Wednesday, December 7th is National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. What animal is known for its distinct range of being able to blend in with its many environments? Is it A, zebra, B, cheetah, or C, chameleons? How many ounces are in a pound? Spell Wednesday. What is the name of the newspaper that Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman, worked for? And how'd you do? That last one threw you, didn't it? Yeah, you thought you were answering it quick. I am not going to lie. That last one, all, like, anytime I hear that as a question, I'm like, oh, man, who is that? Or what is the name of Because they all, like, kind of sound alike between Superman and Peter Parker um, or Spider-Man or what have you. They all kind of run, run together. But anyways, let's go over these answers, shall we? True, false. Today, Wednesday, December 7th, is National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. If you answer true, that'd be correct. As a matter of fact, this day in 1941, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor, killing over 2,000 civilians and service members. And to honor the onset of those, the, those lives lost uh, as the U.S. embarked on involvement in two World War II. Now, ugh, as if that isn't scary sounding enough, we now, and we've been having, but we now definitely have new world threats, citing war, like, ugh, like, can't we just read the history books and identify how this is going to work out, folks? But anyway, I digress. Uh, what's the second one? What animal is known for its distinct range of being able to blend in with its many environments? Is it A? Zebra, B, cheetah, or C, chameleons. If you answered chameleons, you'd be correct. Chameleons the, are a part of the old, old world lizard family. And members of this family are best known for their distinct range of colors, being able or capable of shifting to different hues and degrees of brightness in their environments. I think that's pretty incredible. Number three, how many ounces are in a pound? All that holiday baking, I hope you know what this is, is 16. Hey, spell Wednesday. Do you do little tricks to help you remember how to spell words? 
I know I do. Mine is Wednesday. So instead of Wednesday, you think it's W-E-N or W-H-E-N. No, it is W-E-D-N-E-S-D-A-Y, Wednesday. I know, who thought of that as the right spelling? I often wonder that sometimes. And last, what is the name of the newspaper that Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman, what is the name of the newspaper that he worked for? If you answered the Daily Planet, you'd be correct. I know that one probably stumped quite a few of you guys, but keep trying every week. For the most part, we have new trivia, so bring your thinking caps then too. So welcome. All right, good people. Thank you for a good game of trivia. Uh, last week I thought I was enlightened enough to share what was happening out there. And lo and behold, (laughs) I didn't even share the correct information. Oh my gosh, I was spreading fake news. (laughs) And I'm particularly referencing the Georgia Senate runoff. Um, as a matter of fact, I was dead wrong, dead wrong on the date. And, um, y'all know I'm not perfect, (laughs) but but once it was out there, it was like, I already know I can't even take it back. Like what else can I do? Um, besides apologize this week. And, uh, so it actually was yesterday along with St. Nicholas day. Um, I hope you were visited with a quick little treat or a yummy treat or something, but if not, it's all good. It's all love. You're, you're not forgotten. Um, this could be your gift, right? There we go. Sprinkle a little love in, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, at this hour of recording, even at, as I think about the Georgia Senate runoff, I am not sure if I even know the official results or what's been called. So may the best person be granted a chance to work for the people. And I'll leave it at that. Um, some other things happening out there this week, commemoration days and remembrance days baked in. We're just a a couple, a week and a half out from Hanukkah and a couple of weeks out from Kwanzaa and, you know, uh, just a couple of weeks out from Christmas as well. Um, And so as you guys are preparing for, you know, the holidays and all the things that are on your mind and, and, and in your heart, I'm glad that we're talking about me being on the stumble. Um, you know, last week when I thought about, oh, I just gave the wrong information. I feel bad. That was on my mind all week. Um, and, and again, once, once it was out there, I couldn't, I couldn't just up and take it back and I could, but then the whole thing would be deleted and you wouldn't have access to it. So I'm glad we're talking about stumbling though, because again, we're three and a half weeks out from a new year, good people. And that that's particularly important for, for, for all of us. Uh, because a, a new year can bring about new hope. And that's really exciting. It's like that fresh start. Some people don't view the new year that way. Some people really approach the new year as, mm, it's just another day to me. And again, I'm not here to shame or judge or call you out. If that's you, then that's fine. However, for some, the new year brings about like this veil of freshness, almost like a fresh sheet of snow that's been untouched. It's just beautiful. It's clean. It's crisp. And I think that's why people love celebrating the new years, even though it's in midst of the holidays. And so let me tell you, like with the new year, bringing about that kind of hope and that sort of fresh, clean slate. And I'm no stranger to that myself. Whoever needs to hear this, 
it's okay to stumble, even if it feels like you're stumbling through your new year, because it means you're moving. And you know, I, I thought about that and I thought about sharing it. You know, when I, when I launched the podcast, it was really to help those who were trying to figure out a brand new idea and bring it to market. And what I found in, in doing this is that it brought encouragement in so many other ways. And so again, I go back to the roots by which this started and say like, Hey, there's, there's always something that is in the back of your minds that you think of starting or trying or doing. And so I ask you to dig deep in and ask yourself, what is that thing? You know, I stumbled upon a, um, an interview that was done by the creator, uh, the founder of the brand minted. So if you have like those pretty cool holiday cards or you see them in the stores and it says minted with a period on it, uh, you, this is who I'm talking about. Um, and so I wanted to share a couple of clips because she too talks about that stumbling sort of situation. She doesn't use those words exactly. Um, but I think you can catch what she's talking about very quickly here. I was seeing out there, it didn't reflect perhaps the talent that was out there. And I really thought that I could make a market. So I did grow up overseas. I was in these countries going to bazaars and markets and I think I ended up really loving shopping and <laughs> really loving design. I never thought that I could do that professionally. I never even dared dream that that could become my job. I thought of this idea where there were artists everywhere who probably couldn't get their goods to market very easily. And we wanted to try to level the playing field and make it possible for people to be, to be discovered by all of us shoppers who really want great design. It started with just building this tiny little community of designers and artists. How we source is really through design competitions and the consumer votes to tell us what they really want to buy. I think we had something like 60 entries. We selected 22 winners from the voting that happened. And I took them to the printer and he said, you know, in this industry, Miriam, nobody puts a photo on their save the date card. No one's gonna want this. Now, maybe 98% of all save the date cards have a photo of the couple. The business was failing, nothing sold at all. And I was about to shut the company down, but we decided to give it another shot. So we then pivoted, became a holiday card company and our sales absolutely went through the roof that Christmas. So it went from like a completely a nightmare situation to a Cinderella situation. We did about $500,000 in sales in about a month, our first Christmas. It was quite a lot for us. We're a tiny company. We were all sort of sitting on the floors of the office. There weren't enough chairs. We thought we were going to attract stationary designers. It turns out we were attracting creative group of people who might have a day job doing something completely different. Some of them are um, lawyers, morticians, ice skating coaches, plumbers. Mm -hmm. And then we decided then this is not a stationary company. This is a design community. And I think it's something that's a tangible representation of a family that lasts for a long, long time. And that's what we think when we make these cards. And that is really special. Now, here's what I have to say from what I heard and from what I know. And what I know is that you have to start now. Anything that you are thinking about doing, if this within the next six months, you have to start now. 
This is new thinking for me because at one point in time, coming into my young adult years, I always thought that, uh, that's so far away, I have time. Here's what we know about time is that it doesn't wait. And so even if it's only six months out, you have to start today. Why? Well, if there's something that you're looking to do for the new year, start now. If there's something that you are hoping the new year will bring you, search now. If there is a pace that you want to operate at in the new year, start your pacing now. And why do we say now as opposed to like, oh, wait until you're about halfway, almost there? Well, because good people, the interesting thing about our minds and bodies is that our minds and bodies are creatures of comfort. Um, They want similar, they want normal, they want comfortable situations. Our minds and bodies uh, do. And the body is actually hardwired to want to stay in the comfort zone because we are also hardwired with billions of neurons registered to receive pain. Why is that so significant? It's because anything that is uncomfortable will be moderately slightly, moderately, or very painful. Now, these neuro, these billions of neurons are all over our bodies. So it, it, it could be physical pain or it could be emotional. So you catch my drift? So the body is hardwired to want to stay in a comfortable situation because it does not want to receive pain. The body is hardwired to stay in the comfort zone because of safety. Like as long as I'm not feeling pain, I'm safe. That's what the body wants to do. That's what the mind wants to do. And it's how we survived all of these years. However, here's the unfortunate part. However, unfortunately now, the same hard wiring we have for comfort to maintain safety isn't helping us with the emotional fears that we have or the emotional pain that we experience. See, the body is hardwired to fight it like physically, if it's causing you something. But that doesn't always work in emotional situations. I want to try something new, but I'm afraid I might fail. You're still going to experience that pain and discomfort, but you can't fight that. <laughs> like Physically, you can't. Um, so our minds really have this magical ability. Like if we think of something that we want to do, our minds just believe that it'll show up and deliver, that we can show up and deliver. So for instance, um, you know, if there's something that you want to do, let's say you want to, I don't know, uh, launch a business and you want to start launching it in six, you want to start with this launch in six months, right? There's something about it when we look at other people, we look at ourselves, we're like, oh yeah, a piece of cake. I could do that in six months. I have a little bit of time. That's what the body does. I have time, so just be comfortable now. I have time, so just be comfortable now. And then inside we're internalizing, oh man, that should be an easy thing to do. Even if you know it's a difficult thing to do, you still like sort of minimize it in a sense as if you could just show up and deliver on month six, that big thing that you wanted to do. An area where I see this a lot is fitness and exercise. An area where I see this a lot is preparing for exams. An area where I see this often is um, uh, presentations or creating presentations. And I 
and, and I see this often because I'm around this kind of work often. Um, and so people, and, and sometimes in, in folks' minds, in our minds, we, we have this thought of like, oh yeah, we'll just deliver on it. It's, it's good because I can think about it and, and it'll just show up. Here's the thing though. Here's what I'll ask you. Where have you ever seen anything that you've desired just show up without any sort of process? Even down to your working car, even down to your working headphones, even down to your working phone. When do you ever just see a car move at 60 miles per hour without getting started up first? Or generating up to that speed. It has to go from zero to 59 before it reaches 60, right? Where do you ever just see the perfect pie made without a little whipping or without a little baking? Where do you ever see an amazing performance from the entertainment or the arts without any form of sound check or practice? See, good people, if you do not start even if it's a little bit right now, it won't just show up, right? I read this week that nightmares are dreams with no action. And I can't say that all dreams with no action are nightmares. However, dreams that I want to execute with no action or fear-induced waiting can become nightmares because now I'm in the what if, what if I did that space or I shoulda or I coulda. Right. If I wouldn't have waited this long, I wonder where I would be. And now that negative rumination starts and leaving, it can leave you stuck. So again, we all have perfectly great reasons for doing nothing at all. Maybe it's just not the right time. Maybe it's just not the right, right thing. Maybe you haven't quite figured it out yet, but that's why I go back to this idea of stumbling. See, just like the, the, the founder in that minted interview shared, she said, this is what I thought we were going to do. But she had to stumble because the thing that she thought was the case for her business turned out that she was generating something totally different that hit a different market. Here's the point I'm trying to make. She wouldn't have found that if she didn't keep moving, right? I, you, can, you can be redirected when, when you're moving. You can stumble and find something out in the midst of your stumble that gets you back on the right track. Again, what does that look like for each person? It looks different. However, even if you have a good reason for not doing something today towards whatever that thought or idea is, you still have a reason to move, even if you're stumbling, because it means you're moving. And so if I could just leave you with just that little bit this week of people, it's like, man, I don't know what's in your head. I certainly don't know what's in your heart. I can imagine that with the whirlwind of the holidays and thinking about your future or thinking about that trip you want to take or that person you want to date or that person you're going to marry or that, or that thing you need to do for your children or that thing that you need to do for yourself is in there, is in you. And even if it's a little bit, we've got to start now because just like those New Year's resolutions and how they die fast, it's because people think that the motivation is just going to show up just because I want to turn a new page and start fresh. The problem is, is it dies fast because we haven't given ourselves enough time to build 
up to that same level of thinking. We have to go from zero to 59 too before we reach 60 miles per hour with whatever that thought or idea is. And so I encourage the same of you, even if you're stumbling, at least you're moving and can always be redirected if it's not in the right space. And so I thank you, good people, for your time this week. Um, Thank you for allowing me a little bit of humanity to launch late. You know, I probably should have, in hindsight, taken December off so that way I could get myself together and just be through the throes of life because life is throwing some throws. Uh, However, you know, I, I just really enjoy being here with you guys every week. So it may not be here when you want it, but it certainly came when... I said it would on a Wednesday. Um, and I'll try to be a little more consistent about that. And I'll be activated and doing some things to make sure that we're not just holding in the holding pattern, waiting for the episode to launch. But uh, good people, you've been good to me. And I just want to continue with the gratitude cycle that's been going. If it were not for you, this would not even be a thing. And I just really appreciate your listenership. I appreciate you sharing this. Hit me up, Jay-Z at themidweekmuscle.com or any social media platform at The Midweek Muscle. And I hope you guys have an amazing, impactful week. Even if you have to just set with your emotions and how you feel, that is still productive. I thank you guys and I can't wait to meet you back here this time next week. And until then... Let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go. Someday at Christmas, 